You're listening to an FTCR podcast, you boob. Hello, buddy. I am FDA. I'm Jono. I'm T-Bay. And I'm the Anti-Guardian. He's back again. Why won't this kid leave? The only, the only reason he's two episodes in a row is because same day. <laughs> same, day. same day. And we chained him to the car radiator. Please help. I can't leave. <laughs> Man, uh, this garage is filling up with <laughs> carbon dioxide really fast. Um, we are here to record the last issue for a universe arc. At the time of the recording, June second. Always love when you look at your watch. June third. Because sometimes my my other watch has to date. This one doesn't. I made gotcha. the mistake of choosing the wrong watch to wear. Today. I thought that was just a corny joke. No. It's like, <laughs> It has to think on it. That's why I look at it. Um, it's June third, Wonder Woman June, Day. June third, Wonder Woman Day. Um, except in Austin, Texas, because how dare women want to watch Wonder Woman on their own? You want to stop that? I don't. Yeah, you, you have to be accompanied by a man, and the man has to call you mommy. If it's good enough for for politicians, it's good enough for the rest of us, right? So, song the hedgehog. <laughs> Um, wait for the... Let him finish. <laughs> Let's see where he's going with this. Um, so we're to talk over the last completed arc for Sonic Universe, issues uh, 91 to 94, Case of the Pirate Princess. Uh, I'd rather be eating some crepes of the Pirate Princess. I don't know. I've... So, Song the Hedgehog. Uh, Let him finish. <laughs> I just thought crepes in case sounded I'll say, like I was, breakfast food. I, we I, had donuts. <laughs> I was looking forward to this. Big fan of the chaotics, as I was. Um, but yeah, how about you guys? Like, you, just, just you was. <laughs> you were, and then I, you read were, this. And then I read this. It's like, I hate these characters. No, I'm joking. Um, oh. As a joke, you, you done the head. Just call me a pleb and let's move on. Is it pleb or plebe? They're both offensive terms. I'll have to edit that out. Um, so, moving on. Um, so, yeah. Um, what, what, do you, what did you guys think then? Like, just, you know, thoughts about the arc before you got to it. Were you looking forward to it? I probably... I've read this once, even though I've been rereading everything seven times because we've been putting off recording this stuff. Um, I wasn't... I don't know. I read, like, the first couple issues and I wasn't um, terribly enthralled. I don't know why. I like the chaotics just fine. Mm-hmm. And I don't think this is... These are bad issues or anything i just I, I don't think i cared that much i like the chaotics a lot and i think what i don't like the i don't like the aqua characters and like gareth said off recording they do a lot of stuff with pirates <laughs> so i'm just kind of like okay here we go you should love it though because this arc had the alternate one piece cover it's true i do love that i love that a lot Yo 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 yo! Dream it. Don't give it up, Vector. Dream it. Don't give it up, Espio. Dream it. Don't give it up, Charlie. Dream it. Don't give. So, something that Here's how the story goes. We find out. Let him finish. He'll tire himself out. Don't you worry. Points. Bobby, what do you vote before this game? Have you read this one? No. Huh. Oh, okay. uh, but no, be- before it came out, uh, I mean, I really liked the Chaotix, especially Espio, but 
it was kind of like what TJ said with the theme. Like, they've already done how much with pirates and the whole underwater. I would have liked to have seen the Chaotix do something else. I mean, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Different when supporting cast. When was the last pirate thing? Like, two years ago? Three pirate years ago? Is pirate that's, that's been a while. I think, you know. I don't care for pirates personally. I I think they should shave and get real jobs. But my uh, thing is kind of hinting on what Bobby said. And I'm sure we're getting to it later. The kind of underwater society. I I, I get take or leave it. Mm. You know? yeah. But um, let let's get into it. So, occasion of pirate princess part one. Dial C for chaotix. Uh, written by Alea Baker and Ian Flynn, penciled by Adam Bryce Thomas, inks by Jim Marsh, colors by uh, the Conqueror of Colors, Matt Holmes, lettered by Jack Morelli, cover by Tracy Yardley and Ben Hunziker, and Super Sleuth's variant by Jason Piperberg. TJ, not TJ, you don't know what you're talking about. Jonathan, no. take it away. So we open with a really nice splash page of Vector in a film noir setting with a fedora kicking his uh, feet up on the desk and narrating in this kind of classic noir riffing uh, narration. When, of course, a dame walks in. Uh, a classy dame. Classy dame. Who's this broad? <laughs> no one that doesn't say that. He should have said that. It's true to canon. Yeah. Well, well, Eggman may be a feminist. Vector is not. <laughs> Um, so, she, Echo the Dolphin, spelled differently, as Gareth pointed out. I didn't, I, you oh, know, Mike, I, I did, I didn't say that we were recording. Yeah, but you did point that out still. The I book. wanted to give you credit where credit was due. <laughs> I'm not going to snub you. <laughs> I love you too much. I can't hurt you, babe. Um, so, so bad, Chuck. So, Echo the <laughs> Dolphin, not that Echo the Dolphin. Her mutant spawn. Who cares if it was the echo? A classy dame walks in. Echo the dolphin walks in. <laughs> she, um, echo the dolphin. Just say, I'm dying. You idiot, help me. Echo, um, in the STC comic, the British comic, I think she used to like melt people's faces with her echo. Let him finish. Um, no, that book was messed up. Um. I, I want to point out the coffee mug too because n- none of you knew what I was talking about, but it, I think it's a reference to Knight's the <laughs> Dream Dreams theme song. Knight song. Okay. Yeah, okay. What they do do do. Yeah, it goes in the night's dream delights. And on the coffee, it says in the night beam something beam delights. Maybe not. No, probably, probably. Yeah. As long as we're still on this second page of this story, um, this second panel is beautiful. Uh, Just the, the white, yeah. the white coming through. Matt Herms conquered the colors. Mm-hmm. It, it's, um, it, it's really great. I love it. He he does a lot of good lighting in this in this um, in this arc. Uh, I, good. I, I mean, he does it all the time in every works. Um, I, I think especially with um, the uh, the office setting, going going between going between settings, uh, he does a good job. Hmm. So the uh, mysterious Echo Woman is looking for the Chaotix because she is the lieutenant of of the Maropis City Guard. And she wants them to help her find Princess Undina, 
of Meropis, who, if you have not recognized her yet, if you're flipping along with us, is the uh, the fish lady that's been popping around in the background of all the uh, all the Sonic the Hedgehog arcs. arcs. Like mm-hmm. she was in the crowd. She was uh, one of the uh, reaction panels in uh, Champions. In Champions, she's been she's been around. So she uh, she explains where her personal investigation into the whereabouts of the princess were. She was like, "Oh, I met this professor, this pickly professor," and he's like. She, he's, and then Vector's like, ah, oh, maybe we should check out that city. And she's like, I did. Oh, I checked out this place. Well, maybe you should check out this place. She's already beaten Vector to the punch with all of this stuff. I mean, she's seen Honey. She's seen Rouge, apparently. And Vector's like, well, then why do you need us if you've been already doing the investigation work? And she's like, well... You know, maybe it's time for a second opinion. And I found your advertisement, which is a crown drawing picture of uh, a house and flowers and shuriken that says Chaotix Detective Agency. So she says, I'll pay you generously, which is uh, a good thing to tell uh, Vector because uh, he really likes being paid generously or at all because. <laughs> yeah, you had you know. me at paid. I'm off to that. It's the moment where it's beyond. Charmy, come back in, and HP goes to Charmy. Now that's why you needed help of spelling. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. I like that he's just a little kid. Your your, uh, your baby's gonna turn into a Charmy for a little while. Say that again, and I will murder you. They all turn into Charmies. I am going to murder you once we're done recording. <laughs> um. So of course, Vector accepts the job offer and says, "We're gonna need a cab," but. Luckily, Echo has transportation, which is a little, it looks like like one of those smart cars, like an electric smart car or something. Otherwise, I have this image of, like, she's, you know, trying to get in for the job. Victor just pulls out a gun, shoots Charmy, and Ashby goes, I'm going to need something to wear. And a very large truck. <laughs> and some some guys. Not, not these guys, guys. they're kind of dead. dead. <laughs> I have oh. a glass of water. <laughs> so they take the uh, they take the tiny car to the docks where they're going to uh, investigate some uh, some of the shipping people. Vector does some really good s- sleuthing. It's like, hey, uh, we were we were looking through these papers and we're like, hey, these don't add up. And it makes the guy they're talking to very nervous. So he spills the beans about. Uh, about how he was like, oh, we were robbed by pirates, and we had to we had to fudge things, and yeah, that girl was with us, and so they're like, wow, that was easy, and all his uh, fellow, I don't know, baby adult seamen, like they look so weird, like they look like how you dress toddlers up as uh, as sailors. <laughs> But they're adults because they're all hairy and he, bony. He's dressed like the British Dennis the Menace, because <laughs> the British Dennis the Menace has has the red and black uh, striped jumper. Yeah, and they're like seriously, Daryl, because that guy's name's Daryl, I guess. <laughs> and he's like, okay, I think it's now... pretty safe to infer that that, that person's name is Daryl. Yeah, he looks like a Daryl. Finish. Um. So 
He's like, can I have this then, since I told you? And Vector's like, like a boss is says, hey, I made copies, it's cool. Hey. 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 Um, after getting compliment from uh, Echo, they're deciding their next, pl- uh, their next uh, thing to do. So they take the car underwater, because apparently it's an underwater car, because it's the uh, Maropis Board of Tourism's car. So it's uh, amber de- dexterous, but actually am- amphibious because that's the right word. Uh, <laughs> but you can also write it both hands. Ooh. Um. So in the car, they're like, "Hey, uh, is it gonna crush us and we're gonna drown?" I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, and they're like, "No, it's not. It's gonna be okay." Yada yada yada. Um, I only read this once. So, <laughs> so uh, Echo's like, yeah, the princess grew up with uh, that lady who we, who was the priestess from the other book you read. And they were friends. Ago. Long ago. Uh, she's friends with the shark man. Mr. Shark. Sharky Poo. Uh, so they drive and they actually, they hit something. And it turns out that it's Shark, Sharky Shark McGee, Razor the Shark, and uh, they they tussle on the bottom of the floor, of the floor of the water, the water floor, you know, water floor. Yeah, the water floor. Water floor. Um, so like, why are you here, Razor, you weirdo? And he's like, uh, my friend Coral was upset that uh, the princess went missing, so I decided that I would go looking for the princess myself. They're like, oh, okay, I guess I can trust that. The Chaotix put on those air necklaces that are extremely convenient, and I wish those were real, so they can breathe underwater. And looming in the background is some sort of something coming towards them. Turns out it is a submarine ship with a pirate flag! And thus... They, they try to escape, but they are trapped by pirates! Because this is a pirate art. And all these multicolored pirates have captured them. And that was issue one. <laughs> <laughs> Let him finish. <laughs> I'm done. So yeah, thoughts on issue one? What's the issue? The d- right. designs are yeah, some good. of the, the pirates and kind of not... Mm, not sure about. Mm. 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 Other than that, mm. Mm. I mean, I thought it was all right. It's all right. It's good, you know. So, Sonic Universe ninety two, Cage of the Power Princess, issue part two, the princess was Shanghai. Written by Ale Baker and Ian Flynn, pencils by Adam Bryce Thomas, inks by Jim Marsh, colors by the Conqueror of Colors, Matty Herms, letters by Jack Murray, cover by Tracy Yardley, Jim Marsh. And Ben Hunsinger. Uh, the Shinobi variant by T Rex. Always very impressive with that when dinosaurs draw. Yeah. So we, we start off with another like black and white uh, throwback to like uh, noir type splash page with Vector once again giving a noir type. Uh, narration where he does use the term dame (laughs) good on him for trying to bring it back um 
Yeah, this this is where it, it, last time it was very noir detectivey. Now it's kind of starting to morph into like a pirate, like swashbuckling, Errol Flynn. Vector is starting to look more like Indiana Jones than a detective, than a duck detective. Uh, so the pirates are like, "What do we have here?" The Meropis City God and a traitor. So apparently Razor is a traitor, according to this guy. And then, of course, the uh, Chaotix or Vector's like, well, the Chaotix! And they start grabbing people, especially this one guy. <laughs> this one guy that looks like Dave the Intern. To me. <laughs> Doesn't he look like Dave the Intern? I want my break! So you freaking punt the guy. <laughs> um, yeah. Dave gets thrown and starts crying. All, all good and fun. So, fight, fight, fight. Electric, uh, what is Oogaloo. it? What is a triton, but with two? Dighton? A fork? A, a spork? A, a spork. A uh, electric spork uh, comes out. And then the princess. They're like, whoa, wait. The princess? Why is the princess here? Um, then Razor seemingly takes a turn. And puts a knife up to the neck of the uh, of Echo, the lieutenant, mm -hmm. and is like, "Nobody move! I've got the person, McPerson." And uh, she's like, "The priestess trusted you," and she's, he's like, "I don't care! I've come to make amends with my pirate brethren." <laughs> uh, and he's like, "Hopefully, the three of you will surrender." Wink, wink, and then. Uh, Vector gets it and starts playing along. Actually, not only do we surrender, but the three of us want to join your crew. Echo, still not getting it, looks shocked. <laughs> and then, uh... Because she's just so surprised that on the other side, there's an ad for a vintage bath on Vital Bank! You know, just when there's you no, thought... There's no cool way for crime, Jonathan! Just when you thought that the Shakespeare bust bank was too much. And it says here, also available Shakespeare bus bag. If you thought that was too much, you are going to die when you see this uh, this this phone, bat phone vinyl bank. It Not is even killer. a real phone. It's a bank, but they kept it's the cool bank. It. But, I mean, you can lift it up, pretend it's a phone, call fake Commissioner Gordon, uh, ask him about uh, Bruce Wayne, and be like, hey, how, how is he doing? Oh, he he lost his parents. That kid's mouse. Uh... <laughs> Stop, Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog. Let him finish. <laughs> um, so, Charmy starts thinking, it's like, so instead of fighting pirates, we're going to be pirates? SBO protests. I do not want to be an honorless thief. Why would I be such a thing? And so, Vector kind of clues him in a little, and he gets it. So he's like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. And, uh... All the while, Charmy is like, yeah, this sounds fun. Um, Captain... Caveman? Caveman. Um, I forget his name. He makes otter puns because he's an otter. And that's all I know about him. The captain is like, is like, huh, okay, we'll, 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 we'll uh, have you join. And then uh, the... Snow Crab guy is like, I don't know. This is, and it's like, so... Captain's like, yeah, let's just do it. They do it. It gets done. Uh, the lieutenant's like, I'm not going to join you. 
And then the princess is like, do it for me. And she's like, I don't know. Mr. Bristles is the uh, crab guy, by the way. So, uh, Charmy starts mingling and introducing himself. Um, Razor starts talking to Girl Razor, whose name is Blade, and it seems that they have a past together. So, then, the princess starts regaling of her adventures, where she met Honey and traveled around, but then was kidnapped for a ransom. But they decided, hey, you know, I'm too smart to uh, to be kept for a ransom. I can actually help them because of my intelligence, and I can navigate and yada yada. So, the jellyfish lady is like, hey, Espio. Uh, uh, hey, hey. <laughs> Which, mm. speaking of which, the one where it shows her traveling, isn't that one of the guards from Sonic 06? From Soleana? It looks like. Yeah. With the hat. Yeah, maybe. Oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't care. Sorry. You know, it's been, it's, been, it's been 11 years since I played that game, so, you know. It's been 11 <laughs> years. Oh. <laughs> uh, Yeah, so then they they get into the backstory of uh, of Razor and uh, Blade and how they were like brother and sister. You see the uh, egg Abyss, the egg boss, uh, there. She apparently was part of this crew and she betrayed them to be part of the Eggman Empire and uh, stuff. And uh, Mister Bristles was apparently their dad, their adoptive dad. And he's like, I treated them as my own. Blade. And uh, Blade has some, like, hard feelings towards Razor, where she's like, you left us. You left us. And he's like, I didn't want to be a thief. I didn't like killing. I'm not, I'm not Carbobulous Michael. Yeah. Rick and Morty. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so, um, stuff happens. The car gets tied up. And my favorite, my favorite part is not uh, the guy who's not uh, Dave the Intern. He starts staring out into the sea and is like, "The sea, I love it. It calls to me. The cat, me and the captain understand." And Vector rightfully seems a little concerned about this weird Dave the Intern guy. Uh, Espio is very unhappy with the situation. You know what, you're right, that guy does look like Dave. Doesn't he look like Dave the Intern? Yeah. Yeah. So, Vector is is plotting, trying to talk to the princess, and trying to uh, talk to the lieutenant, and trying to get a plan ready for their big escape and everything. And that is the end of part two. Part three... Part the third. Part the third. TJ, do you want to do the uh, the the, the thingamajig where you tell them who wrote it and who penciled it? Oh, God. Okay. Writers, Aaliyah Baker and Ian Flynn. Pencils, Adam Bryce Thomas. Inks, Jim Amash. Colors, Matt Herms. Letters, Jack Morelli. Cover by Tracy Yardley and Ben Huntzinger. Huntzecker. Yeah. All for One Variant by Jennifer Hernandez, Gary Martin, and Aaliyah Baker. So let's talk about that All for One Variant. Oh, Don't you love that? I love it so much. So do you know what One Piece thing they're spoofing with this? Yeah, that is the, um, well, technically 
it's a couple spoofs because um, it's supposed to be a spoof of um, the cover to One Piece volume, I think it's 61 or 63, I think, Mm. um, which is the first arc of like the second half of one piece okay but it's supposed um but it's supposed to be a spoof of the first cover where sonic is luffy and um amy is supposed to be nami and vector is supposed to be uh zoro okay so do you do you agree with all the uh with the uh interpretations of who's who um i guess because uh i mean they're not really <clears throat> comparable yeah they're not really comparable because there's a lot more characters on this cover than there are a uh, straw hats okay or not let me hold on one two three four, five, six. no there is nine okay so there's not a lot more but um it doesn't really it's not one for one i should say like <laughs> in terms of like yeah they don't all fit plus there's three there's three girls and there's there's only Two girls in one piece. Yeah. Yeah. Behind the times, one piece. <laughs> it's all about having three girls now. <laughs> so we open once again with a sort of noir, back, uh, black and white, dull toned uh, splash page with once again the noir monologue. Um, I like that Vector now has a sword. He he is he's still kind of he still has that uh, Indiana Jones detective thing going. The princess who's pictured she has this great nineteen um, twenties flapper like uh, thing going on that I really oh, you're like. Right? right? Yeah, yeah like it's pretty. Too. It's pretty nice. Um, I, I think this is a good. I think this is a good uh, thing. And in the shadows is, I suppose, the the captain uh, just blacked out. Um, We start bright and early in the morning with Vector waking up. I love his eyes popping out of his head. Um, The submersible boat thing rises out of the water. Um, So Vector comes and sees the captain. And he's like, hey, Cap... Ooh, are we at the are we at the island yet? And he's like, nah, no, not yet. Get out of here, you crazy Get out of crocodile! Here. He's uh, he's he's uh, all the while he's looking around, plotting things he can use for his advantage later in the story. Uh, so then they go. Then we jump to the kitchen where they're making breakfast. Uh, not Dave the intern is cooking oatmeal uh or porridge as it were and everyone is arguing over what flavor of porridge uh is to be had uh there's a nice moment where the jellyfish lady breaks the spoon and it's like it needs to be maple sugar once again with the (laughs) it's it's once again that um that adam bryce thomas uh anime influence with the uh the star stars in her eyes um Maple sugar. Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly how it sounds. Sugar was, uh, and water. More. 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 May I have some more, sir? More. Sugar and water. 
I think, I think oh, Jonathan's the most cultured out of the out of the three of us here making references because he made a reference to uh, Oliver Twist and you and I referenced Men in Black. <laughs> Much better thing in my opinion. Touche. Yeah. I mean, you know, I read, I read, I did read Men in Black in English class, but that's beside the point. <laughs> uh, so, Vector, Espio, and Charmy almost get caught talking about their plan uh, by Blade, uh, sister of Razor the Shark, and he's like, "No, we're just telling jokes." So she's like, "Yeah, let's hear that joke." So then Vector's like, uh, of course, sure. Uh, so a spy, a robot, and a grumpy science experiment go to the beach, and so, uh... Now then Charmy starts laughing. This is creepy weird. Vector just grabs Charmy and brings her close to his face and he says, Charmy, that wasn't the punchline. <laughs> <laughs> that is a really good panel. I like that panel. That's yeah. really funny. I like, I like, Vector um, looks demonic. Let me see bit. it. That wasn't the punchline. I think my my favorite Vector Charmy interaction was still in a uh, Great Chaos Caper when uh, they're arguing about something and Charmy flies off and Vector's like, "Fine, well, I'm not sharing my reward sandwich." <laughs> <laughs> so Blade is not entirely happy with that uh, with that uh, joke, but she kind of just accepts it. Um, then the princess comes in very loud and, uh, and kind of puts all the attention on her. Um, she brings up that she saw Espio get pummeled by Bean and Espio's like, uh, I, that was, that was, ah, very embarrassed he is. Hmm. Um, so he, he's like, ah, that was a lucky, so Vector's like, that was a lucky break. And then the princess is like, yeah, sure, lucky. Meaning she saved their butts. So breakfast is wrapping up uh, elsewhere as the chaotics join the rest of the crew. I want some brack fast. Brack fast. I, I would love some brack, especially if it were fast. Um, so the captain starts to give a speech about, you know, oh, glory and riches and yada yada. So, uh, we pop back into the, we pop back to the, um, the cells in the ship where the lieutenant Echo is being held. Uh, once guard duty lets off, Espio becomes visible again and starts talking to her and Starts relaying, hey, dude, we were pretending to be pirates. Yeah, well, she goes on this big rant yeah. like, I hired you and you came and you betrayed me. You betrayed everyone. She goes on to this giant speech and she's like, um, yeah, was that we were pretending to? And she's like, oh, I'm an idiot. Yeah, she is an idiot. Stupid, stupid lieutenant. <laughs> and so, uh, he ends up taking a card that is to the cell, and I assume he breaks her out with that. So everyone then uh, later goes to shore when they're they're going to look for some treasure. Um, creepy Not Dave is supposed to watch the boat. He's, he's, he, he's, 
how he's being drawn looks like he's going deeper into like some sort of insanity. <laughs> Just the bags under his eyes are becoming more and more prevalent. Um, so everyone's walking through the woods. Um, Mr. Bristles is happy that Grazer is back. He's like, you're my son. I love you. Um, I mean, essentially... No, that's impossible! No, it can't be true. So, yeah. Um, I get to fly if I wanted to. So they come up upon a, uh, a stone description of what they're looking for. And they're like, hey, princess, can you read this? Because oh, right. that's, why, that's why they kept her, because right. she's smart and she can read and decipher things. So she starts reading, and she's like, huh, this doesn't sound like treasure. It's like, there's something about heed to slumber. Yeah, something. It's just the worst game of Mad Libs I've yeah. ever read. And then she says, untold destructive power. This is a warning, Captain. I don't think this is, I, I don't think this is treasure. I think this is a weapon. And so the captain's like, that's even better. I kind of like, I like how his fur is kind of bristling up at the fact, like he's excited. Mm. He's like, I think that's a nice detail that Adam Bryce Thomas did. Um, and so the princess is like, what? We can't do this. And the captain's like, oh no, untold destructive power. We can use this. We're going after it. There's a nice panel with um, a lot of nice... Uh, hatch marks and um a nice mood color change that puts the captain in shadowing um just for dramatic effect so the princess is is taken aback she thought these these pirates were good guys and not pirates um <laughs> so uh charmy starts to comfort the princess uh by holding her hand and you know we cut back to not Dave the intern, uh, who is Charmy's. Charmy's holding her hand, and she just starts. Like, Why am I connected to the bees? Eh, eh, eh. She's just like I'm very allergic to bees. So Dave is Dave is like, oh, the sea. It's so nice. He he must be high. Like this is <laughs> this is like he's he's. So I like crazy. that sea, dude. That's that a nice sea. The ocean, oh! But something pops out of the sea and attacks him. And we cut back to the uh, the forest where we come upon a door, which we leave our heroes and our pirates about to enter. Um, as the princess uses the mystical melody to open the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the door opens, and then it's oh, it's cliffhanger. Come back for the next issue. Sunk Universe, issue something, 294, Case of the Pirate Princess finale, in a lonely place. <laughs> Written by Ali Baker and Ian Flynn, pencils by Adam Bryce Thomas, inks by Jim Marsh, letters by Jack Morelli, cover by Tracy Yardley, Jim Marsh, and Ben Hunsinger, Excitement Under the Sea variant by Tracy Yardley and Steve uh, Downer. I have to say, I love this variant. The dance fair. It's a it's a parody of Back to the Future two. Because you have it's like Vector's George McFly and the Princess is Lorraine. And then on and on stage you have uh Tails, Antoine, Rota and Knuckles as as the band and Sonic's Mighty McFly. Huh? 
and there's a thing where there's like a table full of punch, and you see Sonic in the hat. The punch flies back at you. Oh, Tracy out there, I love you. This cover. I'm sure this cover would go for a lot of money. I might be tempted to buy it. Uh, I also want to say that... How do I buy it first? <laughs> I also want to say that uh, Tracy also sneakily put in a pre-reboot character reference. Ooh. The clam on the uh, on the table. I'm pretty sure that's a reference to, or that is the character. There was a character that was an undersea freedom fighter that was a clam. Called Clammy? No. Clamazon? Um, I forget his name. Clamtron? Uh... Lamtron. Yes. <laughs> Gareth, you have to admit, this arc was made for me. Because it's about the Chaotix. Mm-hmm. It has both a One Piece cover variant and a Back to the Future cover variant. Mm-hmm. And you don't like it. And like, yet you're, you're unsatisfied. What is the matter with you, you jerk? Wow. I'm a monster. You are. So, let's go I'm in. I'm a monster. So let's go then with uh, part four. Take it away, Jono. So we open for our final uh, throwback uh, one-page splash, and this time we're full, we 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 pretty much just drop the whole detective thing, and it's straight up Indiana Jones. Charmy is uh, short round. With the, <laughs> with the, he's short round. He Look is, at him. He is. And uh, like Vector is full blown indie. Like it, it's it's um it's totally just just Indiana Jones, which is cool. This is this is nice. This is cool. He's like, yeah. So Vector's narration is like, yeah. This was uh, exactly the place for a an archaeologist just like me. And then he's like, wait, I'm not an archaeologist. I'm a pirate. And he's like, no, <laughs> I'm not a pirate. I'm a detective. <laughs> he can't keep his no. fantasies alive. Yeah. Hey, Bobby, real real quick. Since, yes. Yeah. So, um, who's the clam with the set of the deep sea freedom fighters from pre? Oh, by valve. By valve. He's in here. Well, on the cover. I think. Do you I think know, that's I him? I think that's just a Wait, clam. Or do you think that that's a? I I don't know. That maybe. Do you think it's at least a reference to him? Yeah, that could be a reference. Cause what I think, Trace, that, I Trace think that's a reference a to him. I don't know. Well, by that was... You know what Sigmund Maybe. Freud says? Sometimes a clam's just a clam. Who <laughs> <laughs> should know that this cover, uh, the first of two comics, to uh, feature Ash Riverdale on the cover. Oh, um, thank you. It might as well have uh, Jason Jason Blood Jason Jason Blossom's bloody the head. The boy's speaking in tongues again. Get an exorcist. J- Jason 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 Jason. <laughs> you know, if you say Jason Blossom three times in the mirror, he appears, right? And he's just he's the corpse just falls in your bathtub. <laughs> he appears while you're underwater. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that no show we, to see that TJ. No one saw that. That that show we have a love hate relationship. We are we, we are, love to hate that. We are actually thinking of doing a Riverdale yeah. podcast. We go it's, every, it's every so every it's enjoyably bad. It's so like, oh my god. So, you may have to do that. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoy riffing with you guys. It's, we should just bad. do riff tracks of Riverdale yeah. episodes. Um, but Ooh. yeah, go back. Okay, what are we about something about pirates. Uh, so they come into the they find and that's issue four. Everyone, issue four. Jason, Jason. 
So they come across what looks to be the relic. It looks cracked, and it's a ball. It's a shiny ball. And they're like, huh, is this it? This looks worthless. I'm like, well, maybe someone got here first. And the captain's like, keep looking. This can't be it. We have to find it. So uh, it turns out that the lieutenant followed them to the uh, to the temple. And they start to make, they start to plot out how they're going to make their escape. Charmy is like, so, uh, Vector's like, hey, Charmy, can you get the keys? And Charmy's like, I can do that. And, or no, I should say, Vector's like, hey, we need to get the keys. And Charmy's like, I can do that. Charmy flies off and says, hey, can I go to the bathroom? And, uh, so he's, the captain's like, um, what? Oh darn it, we missed one. Missed one. You what? said Vector said hey. Hey. <laughs> so uh and then Charmy just pulls the uh, age old age old Yoink Yoink steals the keys. They run off, the uh fight ensues and everyone's just throwing bombs and uh There's no bean to be very annoyed. Yeah. Well there's smoke bombs, so not the fun kind of bomb. Um as they make a, a, a a mad dash for the exit. Um, they end up closing the pirates inside. Uh, our heroes, yeah, our heroes end up. Well, there's a crack so they can they can breathe. Um, Blade Razor Sisters like you can't do this. You can't do this to me again. You're my only family. And then Razor's like, No, you're not. You're not my only family. I didn't get a chance to say goodbye last time. Goodbye, sis. So they they run back to their submersible car. They run back to their. Submersible oh my god! They're car. literally driving a purple submersible. Purple submersible. Purple submersible. Yeah, J- Jason. <laughs> I don't. I'm supposed to be getting something. Is it a reference? It is, but it's not, you, don't, you don't know what it is, never mind. No, is it a Sonic reference? No, it's not. Then you wouldn't know what it is. I, I, I have no idea what it is. Never mind. Um, Moving on. Strike that from the record. Podcast ethnographer, strike that from the record. So, uh, they're running past Not Dave the Intern, and he's like, But guys, I made breakfast for you! Breakfast! So they run back to the ship, um... At this point, the pirates have escaped from the uh, temple and are trying to swim back. Uh, Vector's like, oh, let's start the thing. And they're like, oh, crud, you need a password. And he's like, I don't know what the password is. So he madly just types in. And he's like, wait a I second. I love the blur effect. Yeah. And I, was, I don't know. Tony Stark made this to a box of scraps. <laughs> uh, so, uh... Yeah, uh... <laughs> that's my favorite response to anything. Tony Stark made this with a box <laughs> of scraps. So he freaks out, and then he realizes, "Oh, you were paying attention, weren't you?" And he looks at the princess, and she's like, "Maybe." So she starts the boat, and they drive off, leaving the uh, pirates to fend for themselves on the island. Uh, they are going to send troops to pick them up, and all. All sorts of things, but you know, whatever. Rib roast. <laughs> Rib roast. Um, 
So then we have a bunch of nice re reunions. Razor comes home to Coral and uh, and uh, the little Manta Ray girl. And they, they're hugging. They're like, I'm glad you're home. And he's like, home. Yeah, it's good to be home. And then, of course, uh, of course, Vector gets to the bank with a uh, suitcase full of their reward. And they're like, how much, how much can we get, how much can we, uh, transfer, can, how much does, how much can we get this in For the year, because they get, we'd like to convert these Meripun sand dollars. <laughs> Will you be wanting that in small bills or small bills, she says. I love that when she goes, we'll get a new games console. What are you up to now, 32-bit? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good, yeah. that's a good gag. So, uh, Charmy's like, I'm going to keep my share. And so we cut back to the office with one final vector narration. Well, Charmy plays with his sand dollars. Uh, SBO's contemplating eating his. And uh, Vector's just, I don't know, taking the Xanax. Essentially, Vector didn't have enough to buy a thesaurus. Mighty only got to buy a six-pack of light bulbs. But Charmy was able to buy a bunch of crackers. <laughs> and Charmy's happy. And I guess that's got to count for something, right? End of arc. End of arc. So that was um, Case of Pride Princess. It's it's, you know, it's one of these things where it's just uh, it's happened. It happened. It happen a lot in universe where I think an arc's gonna be something and it's not. Yeah. Like of shattered. Oh, awesome! Knuckles and Amy adventure, and then it, they get sidetracked by it's really more of a team yeah. arc story with bits of Knuckles and uh, and uh, what's his name, Wizard Crab Man. Nogus. <laughs> and this was like... Was... Hey, crab man. Hey, Earl. Hey, Earl. I mean, this was a thing where it's like, you want... I mean, yes, the Chaotix are a big driver and part of it, but a good... I'd say probably half the story is about the uh, the sea people. Yeah. It, it kind of reminds me of way back in Knuckles Returns, where it was supposed to be a Knuckles arc. Oh was yeah, the chaotic so that ended up being the down under. Mm. I still don't. Fighters. I still don't know what the hell that arc's about. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed but it too. I mean, I I enjoyed this I arc. I enjoyed this. I, arc, I enjoyed but, it. Know. I I was just hoping it would um, it was going to be just mainly the chaotic doing stuff. You know. You know, maybe more of a mystery, like more of an actual detective story. But I mean, it was a pirate story, which was what yeah, it no, was advertised. I guess there's so. no real detect aside from the bit where Vector's like, "Oh, I know, princess, you do it." Yeah, there's no real like figuring stuff out. You know, there's not really like a mystery or which the games do it in subtle. I mean, I still I still love the subtle fact in some generations when you the, when you complete rooftop run, Vector's like, "I got a feeding stuff and controlling that monster." Yeah, based on nothing, <laughs> but he's, he's a detective. Damn it, he knows what he's talking about. Dr. Eggman, I presume. How would you know? Oh, part of being a good detective. And it's, like, pretty obvious after, like, Seaside yeah. Bill, there's Eggman behind that machine. I mean, I... just spoil uh, Sonic Heroes. It's a bad game. I don't know. I like this. I like this um, arc, but it was just... Something about it just... It wasn't the best arc. I think sometimes... I think we've been over to certain arcs, like, this, I would say, to an extent, Shadowfall... And um, in terms terms of just of just uh, new new two fifty two, Shadowfall, um, this one and um, it's a Silver Age. Yes. Yeah. Some of these they they don't feel like there's 
enough story to justify yeah. four issues. Yeah, it, it just... did feel like I, I was like I, I was skipping like pages upon pages during the the recap because, mm. well, first of all, I hadn't read it for a little while, but second of all, because there's just not much going on. I mean, I mean there's there's character bits and that's good. There's but... nice character bits, but in terms of actual plot, this could yeah. easily be three, if not two, issues in terms of the actual yeah. story. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like we really could just. Yeah, it could be cut down a lot. Mm. I liked it. I mean, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna embarrass him. So, you know, TJ, thoughts on the artwork on this arc? I didn't. I didn't love it. Um, I think it's because is it just because you like the? We should. I'm sure people don't know the chaotics, especially Vector. TJ's favorite character. He's very protective mm. of his crocodile. I, I am. I, I don't know what it, like. I, so I was it was it the arc as a whole or just the way Vector was drawn that put you off? Um, Vector, the way the Vector was drawn was a little off-putting. Um, I don't know, I just think, I just really love the way Tracy draws him, and, uh, we were fortunate enough to have, um, because didn't he do, he did Chaos Quest, didn't he? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. Chaos Quest, I haven't seen much artwork from that, but the covers and stuff I really enjoy, and, I mean, Great Chaos Caper was Tracy, and that was phenomenal, I mean, so many great Vector panels in that, in mm-hmm. that arc. Um, that it just there was some great cartooniness, which is something that also that Tracy also does, but it didn't feel as consistent enough as uh, some of Tracy's stuff, mm-hmm. where it's just very very expressive and stuff like that. And uh, sometimes from like panel to panel, I can notice some like off off model. Um, issues between, um, I mean, Vector specifically, because I mean, he's he was the main focus point of this arc, um, where Sdo and Charmy were more supporting characters throughout mm-hmm. the whole thing. But I don't know, it just, it just it was okay. Yeah, um, I didn't, I didn't, I mean, I don't. I'm not as big as of a Chaotix fan as you. Blasphemy. I like the Chaotix. Don't get me wrong. I, I like. I, I love them. But, th- like, I, I feel like that probably made me not, like, not um, notice what you're noticing in the art artwork. Because I, I thought, uh, you know, I thought it was, it was I thought uh, Adam Bryce Thomas did a, did a pretty good job, again, um... I think I think his best arc was still his issues of uh, Eggman's Dozen, and uh, mm, some yeah. some moments in uh, some he, there were some really good moments in uh, Shattered. Um, I think his I think his splash pages at the beginning were wonderful. Uh, the beginning I think, of each, I, I each will say yes. The page. first the first page of each story would be yeah, would be a great page to to yeah. own. Um. I mean, I, I just you know I like Adam Bryce Thomas, and I think he I I personally think he did a pretty good job. Um, I just I, I think there are some pretty good there's some pretty good pages. I just um, I don't I don't feel the same way, and I think it's probably mostly because I'm not as close to the chaotic. I guess. Yeah, I mean, again, I just think that um, again, I said it in, in the last issue. I think before I don't. Like the the underwater race that they've created for the yeah. reboot, it, it, it's fine. 
not my favorite of the original characters they brought in, so it's a bit lot of a uh, okay. Uh, again, nothing, nothing in this arc is bad. Again, you know, they, 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 you know, the, the writing's good. Again, a, a lot of nice moments. Like the best thing is uh, one of my favorite moments is when Charmy's like, "Oh, you know, everyone knows pirates are called the ninjas," and here's just that fact that he's speaking blasphemy. <laughs> like, there's some really nice like joke moments, and again, specific panels where the artwork is just fantastic. But I think just overall, it, it's kind of I think again, if this was was fewer issues, it would be stronger because you could yeah. cut out a lot of the unnecessary yeah. fat. I mean, there's a lot more flexibility in the main book, where they can have like a two-issue story. They can have a like, yeah, one yeah. Issue, yeah. I think but yeah. Universe, universe is just universe straight up four is issues. tied to fours, except when they need like an old, old issue here and there yeah. to make you know to make the numbers nice and even. Which which is a shame because I think they could you know they could totally do two two story. I mean, I know it's all for trade, so you could do yeah. like you know like like the main book has. You could do like a two issue arc and a two issue arc, you know. Right. Yeah, I think that I think that would help with some of the stories. With some of them, yeah, because again, like especially, I would say, Silver Age and this could easily be three, if not two. Now, yeah. That being said, I think the next story arc, if it were to ever come out, I think that's good. I think that would be a collection of one issue stories. It sounds like it'd be yeah. something similar to um, the uh, Shadow Saga. Yeah, where it's. But Jennifer, I'm so sorry, man. It never came out. <sighs> Antoine, next issue. That is the worst thing that anyone has ever Freedom done. Freedom Fight is part one. It's just Antoine <sighs> and Sonic and the Sonic Two. Like I love that picture so much. I want it. Like I love it. it it's beautiful. Like, and it it really it really did. It it sounds like Antoine complete story first issue. Bunny complete story second issue. Um, whoever was third and whoever so, it was fourth. Like Roger and Sally were those. Uh, two? Probably could be those three. Yeah. But you know, I think that. Instead of just having a another arc with just one of them, I think having a one issue story for each one of them, I think that was going to be a good idea, and I think that would have been a really strong, you know, nice like one issue stories. Like I think that would have been great, but I don't think we're going to ever get that because that format worked like really good with Shadow Saga. Which... I think on Ian's poll that he did, that, that was like, one, voted. Yeah, yeah, that was one. the best arc, which. Um, I'm I surprised. I, I, I'm surprised because one, Ian Ian kind of pointed it out jokingly on the Bumble cast, so that well, we got a peak from number one. You know, like <laughs> nothing was as good. As, which I, I like Shadow Saga, but again, it's not it's not an arc. It's just a bunch of random in, you know stories. See, I, you know, maybe I just don't remember it as well. But I don't. And issue four, like it issue much. four has them going to the special show with that stupid panda god. I never I, thought I never was, thought that was, was a, that was always the dumbest thing. I mean yeah. the, the issue with I mean there's like the second issue where it's it kind of a roughly ten or best two is like oh that's that's fine. Issue three though, the one where it's like Omega versus Gamma. Yeah. Th- that is I, th- oh, I still think one of the really best good. one of the best and, is single issues he's ever written. And issue one I loved where it kinda yeah. went a little bit over Sonic Rush Adventure and had Metal Sonic and introduced Blaze World. Well had because that's when it was that was the whole crossover from the Sonic X book, you know, that type right. of thing. I was really embarrassed because I, I tweeted at Ian's like, You have two Eggman arcs. I saw that and he was like, like Oh, good point. I'll, I'll I was like, you. oh no, he noticed me and now thinks I'm a jerk. I mean, I don't think he thinks he, I'm He won't ever come on this, this podcast now, Jeffrey. You jinxed the soul. Uh, but I, I was Isn't very Jonathan embarrassed. Jonathan the guy that told me that I had two <laughs> Eggman arcs went up against each other? You never I was, I got, <laughs> Well, I was just like, you're going to split the Eggman vote. No, he's melting. Help him. 
I really, I really was rooting for after Tales of Adventure was cut out in its first round. Mm. I was really hoping for uh, an Eggman arc because I honestly, I think the Eggman arcs are the best. You know, arcs, I think, so I think which, that's... which one's your favorite though? Scrambled or Dozen? Dozen. I think Dozen's better than. You know, that's that's nothing we can do, but I think we all like this. It wasn't the best arc, but I think we all liked it. But yeah. now, because this is the end of the universe, it's, you know, unless it comes back, which I don't want to keep being a dead horse, but... Which please do, because Antoine next issue. Just one more issue, you guys. Just one more for the main book and universe. And then, yeah. and just, then I don't care. I don't that. care. You don't even have to give 300. Just give me an Antoine. So, so you know, so we have so we finished universe then. So why don't we? And I think through trades and issues, I think we've done most arcs. Um, I think it's just Babylon yeah. Rising, Scrambled, uh, uh, um, Chaotic's Quest, Secret Freedom Fighters. Secret I think Freedom that's Fighters, it. Like and that. then, wait, Secret Freedom Fighters. Yeah, because Chaotic's Quest was the last one before yeah. Worlds Collide. No, yeah. I think it's just those four. Except for the single issues, like The Forge and Fire. Yeah. Issue 50. And... Issue 50 was good. Uh, yeah, did we? Did we issue 50 was really good. Issue 50 was the first one I ever bought. Because that's when I got in right before World Unites started. That, that, had, the first issue. that had a weird thing where it had the uh, comic shop and the direct market were different. Because the, the direct market was um, foil over... A, think was it just metal's eyes were metal were, were foil they were they were shiny red and then the the uh or no the direct market was was completely flat and then the comic shop one was had the uh foil for the eyes oh, really yeah oh, i didn't know because so, i think i think I, back I then one i didn't know yeah because I, uh, I i went i went to have i went to uh I went to a Barnes and Noble as soon as I, I found bought, out. I bought mine from a Barnes and Noble. Maybe my, maybe mine has the uh, the things in the eye. Because before I discovered Packer, I'll get my comics at Barnes and Noble. Uh, no, no. If you bought it from Packrat, you would have had the shiny. Oh, so I have the shiny. So name. you, so you, you have you have the not shiny. Cover. I have the normie cover. Yeah, Damn it. stupid normie cover. So again, so then Ark said favorite favorite three universe arcs. Three Yeah. I haven't read enough universe of the ones you had then, because I haven't read them. I haven't, I have, I haven't read any anything that hasn't been traded. I haven't read anything pre reboot that hasn't been traded. I haven't been able to read. Um, top one is definitely Great Chaos Keeper. Because I mean, once again, there were just so many. It was just it was it was a dream come true because it was. Knuckles and the Chaotix versus the Hooligans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> um, click, 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 click. I haven't read it. I haven't read it. Okay, so just Chaos Cape. Okay, Bobby. Yeah. Three favorites. Oh, God. I don't know. Um, I would say Silver Saga. Um, I'm gonna cheat and say both Eggman, Dozens <laughs> <laughs> and Scramble. It's fine because Monster's gonna have a, a bigger cheat than that wall, so that's fine. Um, really. I don't know because there's Shadow, there's Knuckles. I would say Great Chaos, Great Chaos Caper, Caper. Oh, yeah. and Scourge Lockdown. If I had four, kind of four. 
Yeah, you did dung, dungaree. Technically, you only have five because you included two Eggman ones. <laughs> Top so you don't five. Get that. There you go. Cheater. Okay. Um, so, um, Eggman's dozen and um, lock, Scourge Lockdown. Mm-hmm. And then my favorite. So, I, I also have to say, I think. I think. Okay, so. No, never mind. So, uh, Are you my starting favorite. Out, starting fresh? Then my, favorite, my favorite is uh, Tales Adventure. Mm hmm. Because it's Antoine and Bunny's honeymoon. Also, it's a it's a telling of Tales Adventure, which you wouldn't guess from the name. Which yeah, it, like I, I I actually really have a very soft spot for Tales Adventure. I I really like that game, and I had it, and I played the crud out of it. Like I really like Tales Adventure. I really like um. I really like the Battle Bird Armada. I like that they incorporated it into the, the RG Cannon. I liked what Ian was doing with them. Like, I just... That arc really... Like, the whole... Uh, Bunny is pretending to be on the side of the Battle Bird Armada. Antoine has a reference to Butter. Oh my god, like that... It's too cruel, you fuel! That... That arc was my arc. I love mm-hmm. that. That was my favorite arc. Next two? Oh, I already said them. Oh, Eggman's Dozen. So and that was my yeah. Scorch and uh, and uh, Eggman's Dozen. Eggman's Dozen. Ian writing Eggman is the best. And I think yeah, yeah. You know, I think I give Eggman's Dozen over Scrambled because I like I like the setup better for um Eggman's Dozen for Eggman's Dozen. You know, kind of that. Dirty Dozen building an unlikely team to go on up against um, impossible odds, and uh, you know, I sure some of the teams weren't very developed, but there were some good character to, character moments. Um, but I, I think the other thing that get puts it over the top is you know, uh, I really like Ian's newer interpretation of uh Nogus. Um I like that the whole Wendy and Walter Nogus thing. I like the Witch Carters. Um you know, obscure when you make obscure Sonic uh game gear games into a story, I am all for it. Um Adam Bryce Thomas's artwork uh for that as uh, you know, I I love that. I love how detailed he is. Like that. That was a great. Mm. That was a great um, arc for me. And then Scourge Lockdown. I like Scourge. Um, he's a little puke. Uh, just, just this runt. And it, it was a really compelling story where he was just like, I am a, I am a bad person, and you know, I might be a little too bad. I need to at least pretend to be, you know, to pretend to give a like care about people so that I can, you know, use them. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I really liked that it was, like, it was just a very interesting arc in Sonic. There were a lot of great references. Small background. Smalls the cat. Smalls the cat. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, reinvigorating, like, Archie-exclusive characters that, like, nobody cares about in the uh, Destructix. Like, that was awesome. The, the whole... Um, the whole evil King Acorn and Jeffrey St. John with a J. Like, there, there was some, there was some nice, nice, um, like, evil versions. Like, um, Warden, Ro- Warden Zobotnik. Yeah, that was pretty, like, it was pretty funny. It was pretty, it was a fun, it was a fun book. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs>
You go. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat at the end. I would say for me, um, Terry's Adventure. Yeah, is, is, is a big fun one for a lot of reasons you said. I don't, I don't, I don't have the emo, the emotional attach. See, your your attachment to Antoine is kind of like how TJ feels about the chaotic. Exactly, it makes no sense because he's bad character, but you love him. That's fine. Um, <laughs> Terry's Adventure scores lockdown. To this day, one of the my biggest problems with Archie is the fact that that trailer has crappy paper. Yeah, and it's the only one, isn't it? It's the only one the only that has universe one. Because yeah, it was it's the chase. Universe and Mega Man Trade Eight have really bad paper quality for some because I guess just that printing was bad and they never bothered to read. But again, scores locked out. It's weird because I I typically I typically don't tend to latch on to the um, original characters the way I do about the game ones because I actually have more experience mm-hmm. with the game characters. But that arc of Scourge, I would I would read a whole Scourge book. Yeah, and I'm gonna <laughs> my. I'm not sure if it's my favorite. I want to say necessarily say Scourge Lockdown is my favorite arc. It's my favorite yeah. arc. But in terms of if I had to pick a third, I'm going to cheat and say the entire Eclipse trilogy. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's one story. See, it I, is, that, that, yeah. that is technically one arc. It's just over three, over 12 issues. See, the thing about that is, you know, I, I have a clear favorite. I think I know what you're going to say, and I agree. That panel where Vector's using Knuckles as like a <laughs> detector, they, they, yeah, no, no better. No better. Thank I mean, you, Jonathan, for bringing that up. Well, there's the, there's the one panel too with Omega when he's holding um, Relic's little little partner robot. Yeah, like his interactions and different things. Yeah, because I mean, the uh, the trilogy. Like, I have a clear. There's a clear favorite in there that kind of like kind of blows the others out of the way. Like, I think I think uh, Chaotix Caper the great. Caper. Is is the one that you know? If I had to choose one, I'd, I'd pick that out of the three. See, I I, I might go for Total Eclipse just because I love. I think the the Knuckle Shadow Fight yeah. is one of the best drawn. That's best, great too. Best just that's some just. Uh, I should know this. That's all. That's all. Tracy's the Tracy's all. Yeah. Um, yeah. Total Eclipse. Yeah. That's some of his best artwork. Just that fight. Like I love when, when Shadow's doing his chaos control and Knuckles just like gotcha. And just like swings him and thro- like throws Shadow halfway across like Marble yeah. Garden, and then it's just like says, "I'll be back. I gotta go break a face. Be back soon." Like that whole fight is—I love it. That's that's so yeah. good. It also, it also like you know, because it's the kind of the Eclipse trilogy. Because in Shadowfall, I didn't much care for Eclipse. Well, Shadowfall no, was the weakest. <laughs> Shadowfall, Shadowfall again is another one of those. Why is this four issues? Yeah, because I just my general feeling of of Shadowfall is part one they go to the Black Com Black Comet two whatever it is issues two and three they kind of stand around a little bit not much happens issue four big fight I I don't remember watching issues two and three happening at all well, I may be two, wrong issue two had that part where uh, they said Mike Pollard voiced um, Black Shadow or whatever his name was what oh Black Black Doom Rep- the reference to the panel at ah, South okay. Southwest where they were like Mike Pollock voice Black Doom <laughs> yeah or whatever and you're just like yeah sure then I'm, the internet, Go- I'm Goku <laughs> then the internet imploded mm. but yeah so that that I think that is a really good that three dollar trade tree. yeah I wish there was something that would have happened more often yeah the universe was good I would say there were points when I, I might even say I prefer Universe over the main book. In terms, I think in as terms a of whole, pure entertainment, it's sometimes the fact that they're so self-contained and they're so diverse. Uh, and I, 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 I can't think 
The only two arcs that I've read that I might say I flat out didn't enjoy were Knuckles uh, Returns and Journey to the East. Journey to the East. Yeah, that was probably my only, least favorite. Only one because those two are so steeped in continuity that I had no knowledge of. So mm. I'm just like, I have no idea yeah, what well, they're talking the, about. The thing about Journey to the East was it was. Less a universe arc and more of we don't have room in the main book, the main book the so story. we have to do the story here. Well, the story of that one was just so you knew exactly what was going to happen. It's like I they, go to, yeah. they, they go to this clan in one issue and then they go, you know, here. And yeah. Just, I don't know. Those, those weren't the best. But universe is over now and I think we're all sad. Yeah. Universe was fun. Universe yeah. was, you know, it, it, it was a great, great book great idea for a book um that turtles is copying now the universe yeah yeah i, I don't think it, i don't think it's is it not the same setup or? i think it's literally just as i i think it's just like a different timeline type thing i, I don't think i it's thought true. it was the same but just focusing on different characters i know in the first two are i think the first two are still turtle centric okay so i'm not sure but either, either way this you know Universe was a great book. I'm I'm very sad to see it gone. But um, again, I would if you see a bunch of different trades on the shelf, I would I would probably recommend. If you if you're completely new to this series, I would probably recommend it a um, a universe trade. Yeah, and you know, uh, like it, we said last time, if you're gonna buy something from Archie, just buy Sonic books. Mm-hmm. So you know, again, if you're if you're completely new. To the universe, despite what it's about, my love for it. Don't go straight to Scourge Lockdown, yeah, because you won't know what yes. is going on. No, I, I only know. Well, that. learn oh. to utilize Mobius Wiki. Well, see, I only know that because at that point, I'd read a, I'd read all of the um, Sonic Select with the Scourge stuff, so I knew a lot yeah. of his backstory type of thing. Not all of yeah. that, but I had a good and a better understanding. And I have no idea who Knuckles is fighting. Yeah, I would say if somebody's just getting into the comics of the ones that were traded. Shadow Saga, Shadow Saga mm-hmm. Treasure Team Tango, because that only has game characters yeah. in it, mm-hmm. uh, would probably be two of the best. I would ones. also, if, if you're coming, if you're coming just from the games, then then yeah, um, Treasure Team Tango. I would even maybe even argue Tales Adventure. Yeah, yeah, be that fair, would be, would be fairly. Well. I mean, they're not traded, but if you can find them, the entire Eclipse trilogy—they're they're mostly game characters, just with a few, you know, original villains here and there. But well, and uh, and a lot of them—it's their first appearance in that book, so yeah. it's it's not like oh, I don't know this character's backstory. It's like nobody at that point knows that character's backstory. <laughs> so, uh, but so. I think I think we'll call it a day for that. So again, universe, good book, find it if you can. Please join us next time where we will be finishing off the the last of the at this point. Uh, Archie, Sun, Hedgehog, Comic Books. We have Genesis of a Hero, issues 1 to 3, or parts 1 to 3, rather. And ended off with probably one of the best single issues Archie have ever put out. Sonic Mega Drive, the next level. I've been FTA. Please give me one more issue. Just Antoine. Just Antoine, 100 years. <laughs> www.antoine100years.com Adventures. Forever. Forever. Hashtag save Antoine. Save Antoine. <laughs> I'm going to make shirts. I'm T-Bet. And I'm the anti-guardian. Antoine. The, the Antoine, Antoine guardian. guardian. See you yeah, next time. you. Yeah, what point were we going to call Bobby last episode? Mr. Giggles? Mr. Giggles. <laughs> 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 goodbye, Mr. Giggles. <laughs> well, goodbye.
prove you're smarter than a robot. Subscribe and leave a five-star review for this and other FTCR shows on Apple Podcasts. You boob. He's